loving the new theme music. Yeah, season two. Season two. We back. I'm probably gonna say that all season. <laughs> we back. We'll be 12 episodes in. We back. <laughs> <laughs> Never what, get old. What's happening? What's it's going you, on, brother? Man. Carolina Scent in the building. This is the Carolina Don Show. That man sitting across from me, Jason the Don. A.K.A. That? Dr. J. Dr. J. The what producer. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for checking us out. I sounded like Lance just now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you don't talk, start talking about LeBron, we get it. Yeah, shout out to Lance and the Real But Objective podcast. Yeah, yeah. Opened up the season with us. It yeah, was nice man, to have was, him on with us. That was great. That was great. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, we appreciate everybody that's listening, everybody that's tuning in. Um, we back, like I said. I'm going to say it all season. We back. Say it again. But um, this this episode, I think, too. I think it's episode two. We had Lance on last time. Um we was we was deep last time talking about mental health and everything. So if you haven't if you hadn't checked it out, go listen to us. Um, we 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 appreciate everybody that listens, everybody that shares. We really do love y'all, man. Hit us up if y'all want to chat, talk about anything, have mm-hmm. show so, um, show suggestions, anything like that. Please get with us, Carolina Don Show. Um, but this week we gonna be a little more lighthearted. Wait, oh no, no, I got my I got my topics confused, but. We're going to talk about, so it's been a couple weeks. Everybody has been memed to death over the Will Smith thing. I even did a TikTok making making fun of it. <laughs> that shit was dope. This was great. So I, I'm Carolina everywhere on Instagram and TikTok if you want to go check me out. Uh, I'm funny. I'm one of the funniest people you're ever going to come in contact with. I'm just fucking hilarious. It's just what it is. So, <laughs> But, uh. But yeah, check me out. But yeah, we we heard a couple weeks back, we heard the slap heard round the world. What the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> he got some fresh prints. <laughs> slap. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Chris Rock, the, the reason why I'm bringing it up, I know y'all tired of hearing about it by now, but Jay has a particularly strong stance about comedian. I do not necessarily disagree with him. But the, the, we thought, and we've talked about this so much outside of here. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we bring it up all the time because there's always something happening with a comedian. And people are like, did they go too far? Are we canceling them? What are we doing? So um, I wanted to give Jay the, the, the floor today because he feels super strongly about this. And again, I don't necessarily disagree I think there's caveats to it and stuff, and we're going to get into it. But the general, this, this topic, should comedians be off limits? And that's what I'm going to ask Jay. Jay going to go into it. We, we talk about living in a sensitive world, but so, so, so producer Jay. Yes, sir. The Don. Should what comedians say have, have no repercussions? Should they be off limits? Like, what's... How do you feel about it, man? I understand. Okay, the situation that we're referring to that to bring the topic up, uh, Will Smith was 100% wrong in my eyes in that situation. And Chris Rock deserves to be checked on more than just Charlemagne. Uh, Chris Rock handled it with class. 
He did. He acted like he wanted to say something, and he probably could have went at him and killed him. I pointed that out. Yeah. A lot of people, I feel like, missed that. Cause yeah, he, he, like, he did. I could. And he probably knows some stuff that right. he could have said and went real hard, and he chose to take the higher route probably because he sees that bag that he, he wants to continue to get. Right. Um, but outside of uh, inviting someone to your private parts, Going real hard at somebody's girl. So you think there are lines that could be crossed? I mean, listen. Because I really, I think it's all or nothing. You can't, like if you, okay, if you had a comedy show and you can't get offended, that you went, you paid money to go to a comedy show, their job's to make you laugh. Okay. Even if it's at your expense. Right. Now, if somebody gets offended and you defending like you defending your jokes and you invite them to your privates, right. you may cross the line as a man right there. And the Oscars fall into that because that is traditionally what the host of the Oscars always do. They, that's, they the make people jokes sit up the, there for a reason. They make, they make jokes at the act, the other actors and actresses yeah. expense that are there. That's every award show. That's their job. Yeah. But especially the Oscars. Yeah. So. Um, but there's a lot of situations with heckling and uh, one of my favorite comics, Andrew Schultz, he puts out shit all the time about That's know, our boy. people heckling and then he goes ham on them. Right. You know, uh, one in particular was a lady was choking at a com- at a comedy concert and uh, he went out there to help. And then this lady went in on him like when he was trying to calm right. everybody down and he went in on her and went hard. Found out she was a paramedic and she didn't go help the person, you know. So, you at a comedy show? I, I tell my one daughter, I, I tell her, don't you ever go to a comedy show. Which oh, I don't. We'll talk about that. Yeah, all day. I, don't you ever <laughs> go? Why not, Dad? Because you can't oh, handle it. They, yeah, uh, you, you got you, you can't, can't go handle. into the kitchen. That's where you can't stand the heat. Get out. Yeah, the kitchen. Like, don't walk into the kitchen. Fine. If it's it's not. not for everybody. It's not. But uh. Comedians to me should get a pass if they're doing their job. Now, if you go into a room and you're not performing, you're just another person. Right. But if you're on a podcast, if you're on stage, if you're on a radio show, being who you are as a comedian, it's fair games to say what you want to make people laugh. As long as you're saying it's funny, it's funny. I just think back to. And what he said wasn't that bad. It was a shitty joke. Honestly. Ooh, a G.I. Jane reference? You sound like what him year is now. It? You sound like him when he was up there. <laughs> it was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> but the, the alopecia, I mean, we're we not here to beat that dead horse. So I just think back to, like, if I had to, I have my favorites. If I had to. Pick a Mount Rushmore of comedians. Two that I know that would be on there. And and I think this is pretty much hands down a general consensus, right? Um, the other two, it's, it's hard for me to pick because then my favorites come into it. But two that I know belong on there. Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Right? And... We we think like a lot of people only exposed to George because of Thomas the Train, or well, they listen to his fucking comedy. <laughs> it's, it's night and day. 
It's just like Full House with uh, uh, what's his name, Bob Saget yeah. or whatever, right? Raunchy as shit Man. in comedy, and then Richard Pryor, whew. Yeah. The the comedians Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, he's the, gimmicky though. He was, but he was he had a two year run where he was. Oh yeah, he was the biggest thing that right, was right. I'm not. I wasn't a fan. I mean, I don't. I'm not like. Not a fan. I mean, I mean, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't dislike him, but I wasn't a fan of that that either. But, you know, even like Howard Stern, even though he's like on radio, he's he's a comedian. Shock, you know what I mean? But That's like saying Charlemagne's a comedian. He is. Yeah. He is. Because their stick is to try and be funny. Like, yeah. they're radio hosts, but they want to be funny radio right. hosts, right? You know? Um, it's like we talk about, we're comedians, right? Yeah. We're doing shows and stuff, but we've... We, Again, I'm one of the funniest <laughs> motherfuckers you're ever going to come in contact with. I, and Jason is too. He's being modest over there, but we funny motherfuckers. Like I try. We and we and we just we not tell jokes ha ha funny. We just naturally quick witty. Yeah, we're, we're quick witted. Yeah, that's what it is. So, um, but I think about some of these what what. Some of the older comedians. Yeah. I mean, that's society changing. That's society changing. Bernie Mac. You might hear the word motherfucker 32 times. <laughs> See, that that's a, uh, to me, it's, it's, when you said the Mount Rushmore, you named some good ones. Um, for me, it's about specials. And specials that stick out of my mind, like Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Yeah. I, I feel like Eddie would be up on the, but it's like, this, yeah, this generation just doesn't like. Like they only think Doctor Doolittle and movies and shit. Nah, yeah. I mean Eddie Murphy. Delir- I mean Delirious to me was way funnier than Raw. I, I agree with that. Um, I could recite Delirious damn near <laughs> from the beginning <laughs> to the end. Right. Um, and there's a lot of people that way about um Richard Pryor. I just never really listened to a lot of Richard Pryor. The King's a comedy special. Ooh. That was by far. The best comedy special I ever seen. Yeah, I love that shit. I mean, from love start to end. Shit. Yes. DL, you uh, said. My least favorite, but yeah. I mean, they all killed it on that See, one. Said season. is one of my personal favorites. Man, so I Martin see. and Said would would I would put them up there because they my personal favorites. Yeah. I remember watching Bernie Mac back in Def Comedy Jam days, and I didn't like him until I saw Kings of Comedy. Really. Uh, and then he Chris got the Tucker. show, and I was like, ooh. Chris Tucker. People sleep on Chris Tucker. Yeah, he's funny. Chris Tucker. They used to pick on motherfuckers Chris Tucker, hard. Chris Tucker had a joke and said, uh, I t- I, a girl didn't give me no pussy talk, so I took her to court. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I got the empty McDonald cups in the back seat of my car, judge. That bitch owed me, man. I'm going to tell you. He's one of the funniest. Man, people sleep on him, man, because he, he turned kind of... PC and yeah, movie yeah. where he was straight and, he was and narrow. Trying to be conscious. That's why he didn't do the other Fridays or whatever. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy, people forget about Eddie. It's like Ice Cube. People forget Ice Cube was a gangster rapper, yeah. right? Eddie Murphy. One of the best jokes Eddie Murphy ever told was him impersonating Richard Pryor while talking about Bill Cosby. Because mm-hmm. he was telling the joke where Bill Cosby's son, I believe it was his son, wanted to go to the Richard Pryor show. But like you know, Cosby even even the, even with everything he's got going on as a comedian, he wasn't raunchy per se, right? And then Richard Pryor cussed like a mm. sailor, like we do. And um, I guess like 
I don't know how true the story is, but like Eddie's talking about like Bill was upset and he was telling Richard Pryor, he was like, he's like, you know, Bill upset because he's son, son, da, da, da. And back then, Bill Cosby uh, did a Coke commercial, you know, and their, their, their uh, slogan was like, have a Coke and a smile back then or whatever. And so Eddie Murphy's impersonating Richard Pryor and he's like, He's like, you tell that motherfucker, have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do remember that. Like, he, Eddie Murphy was just funny. Richard Pryor, man, he told a joke one time about getting in a fight. And this is what hooked me on him. And I started watching every special he had afterwards. He talked about he got he got in a fight. And he was like, have you ever been hit so hard that the breath just leaves your body? <laughs> And he talked about wanting to get back up and his legs was like, no, fool, stay there. Like, I just, I just died. He's just, he's fucking great. But the things they used to say in this PC world today. Man, that's like, you watch some movies from the 90s and then think about them coming out today. Now, is it a good thing? I think it's a good thing. Because we slide, society changes what we believe, like slavery used to be legal. You know what I mean? So we know that was wrong. Were were those comedians wrong? No, they wasn't wrong. They were comedians. They were doing a job. Listen, you know, there's, there's been a shift in comedy since this whole, I don't even know what you call it. But. This PC era. I'm a comedy nerd. Right. Like, if you ask me who my top five comedians are, I'd have a hard damn time. Because I don't even put Dave Chappelle up, I mean, he's a goat to me, but he's a storyteller. Like I, right? There's different. Com- there's, I'm there's like that with with music. Yeah, there's people. different types of comedy to me. Right. Like a uh, Bill Burr would be one of my top comedians because he's just up there, bam, 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 right. bam, killing him. Um, Andrew Schultz. He's but, just, <laughs> but but Andrew Schultz is like. Is he's a ghost? He's funny, like we're funny. Yeah, he he's, he's off the top of the head. Off the he he's got a special called the crowd work special. Go check it out if you ain't never seen it. I mean, it's just a whole damn hour. Listen, he gonna offend you? Oh yeah, but but he's a he gets away with it. I respect the hell out of him being a white guy, saying the things that he said. Right. And and, and well, one he's you can tell he's not being malicious, mm-hmm. and he is non discriminatory. Right. Go you go after everybody. everybody. White, everybody black, it. Indian. And the shit, here's what makes it, the shit's funny. Yeah. Like, it's actually intelligently funny. Mm-hmm. Some people that just, like, that's what I didn't, what I don't like about DL. I think he goes too far on the whole picking on the crowd. Like, there's people that love DL. I don't, I don't hate him as a man or anything. This is just my critique of his comedy. And look, and I don't do it. He's a professional and he's successful wildly successful right when he tells his jokes i love it because when i'm a storyteller even with music i like stories right when he's just picking on people for the sake of picking on them some of some of that feels forced to me mm-hmm. i think with andrew it doesn't feel forced like it's just natural he say the shit we we be thinking yeah that we were like we can't say that yeah you know what I mean? Like, if you talk to a black dude and you're like, what's your name? And he's like, Nelson. Everybody in the room is thinking, this dude got the whitest name, right? But nobody going to say that shit. Well, Andrew going to say that shit. Oh, yeah. He going to say it. I was you. Did, I was expecting Jamal or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
<laughs> he's gonna go in on everybody. And then, ask, and then ask his white friend next to him what his name is, and he says some shit like Khadijah or some shit, and he's like, "Oh, y'all got it fucking back. Like y'all parents get switched it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the shit everybody was thinking. Yeah, when he set the one guy up about uh, adoption, and when he set him up to say. Like, would you adopt a black child? Right. He's like, that's like slavery. Yeah, you know? like we, you buying black people right. now? <laughs> Golly. But he set them up. Yeah. And he fell for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, But the one thing about Andrew Shows that I don't, if you don't know him, check him out. He'll go in on people, but there's a difference. He's doing it from a comedic style where I went to see one of the shout out to Ari Spears. Me and my wife went to see Ari Spears. And I loved Ari Spears before I went to see him. And I still respect this comedy. But he was going in so hard on it. And this is where you ask, yeah. is it? Well, there's laughing with you and laughing at you. He was going so hard at this guy. The guy didn't do anything wrong. Right. And he was going, I think it was kind of like one of these things, like, are you going to smile, motherfucker? That's what started it. Right. Which is a, I'm, I need to fill some time type thing right. for a comedian. Or, or he didn't know where his next joke was. Right. He like, lost his, his right. you could tell he lost his way in his set. Right. And he was going in on this guy, and the crowd was loving it. Oh, yeah. But my lady, she's like, I couldn't even get, baby, it's a comedy show. Don't like, she was feeling bad for this guy, genuinely, right. as she should have. No, she shouldn't have, right? It's comedy. But yes, I give him the pass, but I, I respect the comedian more. Move on to the right. next one. Well, that's what I said with Andrew Schultz. You feel like we're all laughing together, even the people he's picking on. And he ain't, I don't even really feel like he's not picking, picking on him. But the people he's making the subject of the jokes, everybody feels like we're laughing together. Right. You know what I mean? That's like the, the when he went in on the guy, the um, the uh, guy in the wheelchair. And he told him, man, you wheel your ass down the steps next right. time, motherfucker. Because right. he actually caught, right. he carried him up the right. steps like, before right. the show. But that guy was gonna get the shit, you know, and uh, so we shouldn't we shouldn't cancel comedians. No, I don't think there's. I no... think it's a blanket statement. That's how you feel. I mean, but there are some things that. So, like, let's go back to Seinfeld's Kramer, right? He was shouting the N word all over. Yeah. Stage. I was one that actually. I don't want to say defended, but I I had the same thing. Like he was, I don't know. I can't remember. At this point, my memory is just bad. But I don't remember if he was going, if they were going at each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's probably the extreme. That's probably the most extreme situation. I think, you know, that yeah, that's an extreme situation. And I don't remember. That's what, That's been a long time ago. Yeah. Um, But then that's the problem with people recording in a comedy show. Like, my wife asked me, she's like, hey, I forget if it's Kevin Hart. It's somebody like Kevin Hart's level. It's coming to Tampa soon. She's like, you want to go? And the tickets are like $79, $89. Nope. Why not? You love comedy. Yeah, I love comedy, but that ain't comedy to me. I don't want to go sit in a 15,000-seat arena and watch somebody talk. Comedy to me is an intimate thing. You yeah. sitting in like you want to go to like time, the Laugh Factory or something. Yeah, last time I went to Tampa Improv to see Andrew Schultz, I sat way in the back, and that felt too too distant. Yeah, I want to sit within fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna be feet. at one of these dive bars or something. Yeah, like that's the kind of kind. So I don't know what his set was, 
and how that N-word came about in that set. I'm not giving them a pass for saying it. Right. But what was the room like? Right. You know, and so, yes, I still give a pass to a comedian because a comedian is up there doing his thing. It may have worked in that environment. Right. I don't remember anything at the time. I don't think he was. Show. I don't think that was part of the set, though. I think he was yelling at the guy or whatever. Oh, really? So yeah, I may have picked a bad example for that one. I'm not sure, but you know, the, again, there's things. Well, here, here's so the here's thing. the other part, though. You like like with the slap heard around the world. Yeah, they say Chris didn't know that she had alopecia, or whatever, right? But here's the thing: you can't determine how a joke's going to land. No. So I feel like you're running. He definitely didn't need to be slapped over it, right? Although, again, I've said sometimes doing the wrong thing feels feels right. So like I wasn't mad at Will, like a lot of people were. But either either way, as a comedian, when you tell a joke, you are taking responsibility for that joke. There are outcomes that could happen. Typically, it's either the joke lands, everybody laughs, or the joke doesn't land, you go on, you maybe try to joke at a couple other sets, and if it still doesn't land, you remove the joke from your repertoire. Mm -hmm. But I feel like every one of these comedians, so it's it's tough for me, because I agree with you mostly, but I also feel like one of the outcomes is you say something about somebody and it not only not land, but it really pissed that person off. They're, they're operating as almost, depending on how hard it is, like you said, the Aerie Spears thing, the guy was going in, that's kind of like being a Facebook gangster. The an anonymity behind the keyboard, where they feel like, I'm up on stage, security got me, or what they... They ain't going to let him up here. He can't come up here. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that flies all the time, though. Yeah, you can't be... You can't tell somebody how they... How to react to what you say. Right. Uh, We talk about this all the time on this show. In season one, it's like, if we say something you don't agree with, reach out to us. Tell us what it was. Because we're not intentionally trying to be offensive. Yeah, absolutely not. And sure. and, and we want to hear your side of it if we right. say something that's a little controversial. Right. But at the same time, even us going to try to, now just being fun and playing around, but we're right. conscious of what we say right? because of that. But we're not on stage. Right. And there's a difference there. But you get the high, so you get the high behind the shield of being on stage. To me, yeah. Nah, That's your see, job, bro. I, I get it. That's your job. I get it, but... Especially if you're sitting up in the front. But it's still a limit to it, to me. Now, I don't think, like, Chris Chris Rock overstepped his limit. And that joke was weak. The joke was weak. Will it just was snapped. weak to everybody else. When did you know Jada to have long hair? She been Jada. I get it. She been short haired Jada forever. What I'm saying, just like you said, we can't tell nobody how to how to receive it. That was that was more than that joke. Oh, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, that that had that was two percent. But you run that risk. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't though. though. That's what made Will wrong in that situation. Outside of it's illegal to hit somebody. Listen, you sitting there with your wife, and Aerie Spears goes, "Look at this white cracker motherfucker or whatever," right? And he say some shit, 
he don't know he running the risk that that may be the straw that pushes you over there. You might pick up something on the table, throw it at him, and cut his forehead open. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If I was like, drinking, yeah, it's possible <laughs> I may handle it not the right way. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you you have there's no excuse for it. Like I said, he's completely wrong. But like you run the risk when you when you, I don't think you have complete you're just completely absolved because you're standing on stage. Yeah. We can agree to disagree on that. I, I just yeah. think that that's what makes comedy so organic. And where I agree with you is it's a slippery slope. Like I don't I would rather not censor. I would rather say that they have carte blanche to do whatever they want than say, no, we gotta censor this A, B, and I'd rather you just be up there and say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Andrew Schultz talks about a time that he got punched in the lip. Um, and I, I wanna think that Chris Rock taking the high road and not saying something, or you know, what if you dodged that slap and punched him? You know, and then we got to Will Smith. They'd have been up there rumbling. Yeah, that would have just been That'd even been better. Great. <laughs> that would have been, been great. way better. Well, he's talking about best night on TV. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have made the Oscars a must-see TV next year. Yo, that would have been fucking but great. I think that's that's one of the reasons why Chris didn't react worse is because I think that all comedians have been in a situation where they may have went across shocked. the line. For the joke. Right. You know, and. I mean, who thinks Will Smith going to slap him? No, he didn't. He thought he was going to say something because he, right. he leaned into it. Yeah. Uh, he like, what you about to say? Yeah. You like, know what I mean? He, the mic's right. Yeah. So it, I don't think he saw that coming. Um, but I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. And here we'll get into this on another episode, uh, you know, like conspiracy theories. Like, I still don't know if it was real. Because now, here we go. Now, Jada's. <laughs> did you hear Jada come out and talk about Will's going to be one of the next guests on the red table round Maybe. talk? Look, they said that. I seen the thing that said that their values skyrocketed because people were going and watching old videos and yeah. and and the next special that Chris did, his his tickets resellers was thousands of dollars. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to want to see what they have to say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, and, and it was it was a room full of actors. That's what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. But man, that producers. But that keep my wife's name out your the fucking he, mouth. What? He just won an Oscar, dog. <laughs> no, he hadn't won it yet, but he yeah. was about to. But he's an actor. I get it. Like you felt it, but I feel Denzel. That's true. I you mean, know what I'm I felt him in pursuit of happiness. And yeah, I felt him in. You know what I'm saying? So. I, it the, ain't. The, I. I don't. We'll get into it on the conspiracy. Listen, we got a. We got a conspiracy theories episode coming, and we'll 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 bring it back up. Then. Yeah. I, I. I. The problem with this whole situation is we're talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, where we should be talking about why Will Smith just winning an Oscar. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. But my thing is, can, can can comedians go over? So you're saying they can step over the line. I think they, they can step over the line. But that's just part of the, that's just trial and error with I think comedians that's, uh, as we go along. It's the risk of the job. Right. Like a lineman is a dangerous job. A police officer is a dangerous job. It's, it's a, you know, that's one of the dangers of being a comedian is you may say something that somebody's going to take the wrong way. That's and, true. And you're going to have to, but I think that's part of being a comedian. But I'm always going to have the comedic. The comedian's back on it that they had the right to say it too. 
do you think something else we brought up is it and i've seen skits that mock this and make fun of it and there was something i don't know if it was in a movie or not where they were making fun of it. do you think comedy is going to have to change or comedy as we know it's going to be non-existence because it's going to be so politically correct i think comedy was going that route until andrew schultz akash singh dave chappelle dave chappelle they won't allow it i, I think if it wasn't for the like if it wasn't for let's just use dave chappelle because more people know him. if it wasn't for dave chappelle Comedy could have went another way. Dave Chappelle gave Andrew Schultz the avenue to do what Andrew's doing. Andrew gave. But this is, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get controversial here. All right. And I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this as this is what has been said, and it's kind of parallel to this. People feel like, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be political here. But that was one of the things they said when Trump was elected, right? When he gave people a voice, he gave people a voice to say how they really feel about certain things that may not be so nice to say or whatever, right? People were saying that about Dave Chappelle. Like, he, he's letting people, because people are like, hell yeah, finally, we can say whatever we want to say about the LGBTQ, you know, and so like it's like he's giving voice to supposedly a, a minority, I guess. Like they tried, the media tries to make it seem like the majority of people are against Dave Chappelle. I don't know that that's the case either, but I think it's pretty split 50 50. But is it, is he just an anomaly though? Like, cause there's not other. I don't see that kind of support for other comedians that are that are saying like I feel like other comedians have just tried to stop saying controversial stuff. And he's like the only one. I mean, I'm sure he's not like Schultz. Louis C.K. out here doing pedophile jokes. Is he? Still. Yeah. So I mean, I, he wasn't he wasn't arrested for pedophilia. No, but he's doing pedophilia jokes it after sexual coming, assault or yeah or after whatever. coming off of sexual assault stuff so, i mean so that that was one of my things so i don't know if we were doing a whole show on this and that so does america forgive too easily though i mean everything runs its course you know like you bring it up to um dave chappelle and because yeah, i feel like that's blown i mean I'm not dismissing anybody's feelings. I'm not dismissing anybody's feelings one way or the other about this. But I feel like that's blown over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's over. Till he does his next special. Yeah. Because he signed like another deal or whatever. And, and that's the person. Like, we the argued internet. about it for two or three a month, maybe online. Mm -hmm. Everybody argued with everybody. People outed their friends as either transphobic or or trans supporters and people quit being friends mm -hmm. and and then it and then it died down then it shifted to joe rogan using the n-word right and then it goes to the right media just, media stuff in my opinion to keep us distracted mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about conspiracy theories on another one but that's the, <clears throat> well we can get off subject quick boy <laughs> no i mean we've we've been pretty much on the, the are, comedy thing are. but i mean i just you know, one of the things that I hear people saying, I, I, I think that's where you were going a little bit with the Dave Chappelle is, 
when they say things that are negative towards a certain race, gender, whatever, is it open up for other people to comment and feel more hatred right. and, and stuff like that? And to those people, I say no, because that's that person's job as a comedian. People do that every day with a post true. on their social media. That's true. They invoke. But generally, you're, the people that you're friends with are like-minded individuals. Yeah, that's not as true as we would like to think. I think we people have, this past couple of years, people started deleting and and not being friends with people based on their opinions about different things, whether it be politics, sex, Mm -hmm. gender, whatever. Before, though, we didn't used to do that stuff. Like, I talk about it all the time. I like to go back, again, not being dismissive of these topics, but I'd like to go back to where we didn't talk about religion. We didn't talk about uh, sex and politics. Was it politics, religion? There was another one that was like, maybe it was race. You know what I mean? And it's hard not to talk about politics with everything that's going on in the world. Going back, it's hard to not talk about race with all the stuff that kids. But I think we get baited into politic talks and race talk and and sex talk and stuff like that. And that's why I think, like, we'll we'll touch on it. I think a lot of the media, a lot of these things in the big scheme of things don't matter. Because in your circle, in your world, you and your friends that are actually like-minded, get along, fine. Nobody's convincing anybody to either hate or love anything. I tell people that all the time when they're like, regardless who it is, if it's about Biden, if it's about Trump, if it's about Dave Chappelle, if it's about, I'm like, nothing they have gone on TV to say or do or somebody that supports any of these people is changing your mind about how you feel about it. There's very few people that are just literally on the fence about shit and they're like, oh, now I'm going to be a racist or, oh, now I'm not going to be a racist or now I'm going to think this way about subject A or think this way. Very few people are actually waiting to hear information to convert them to one side or the other. You already have your minds made up. What happens is they stir those emotions in you Mm -hmm. and now you go online and you make comments and you argue with people and you're distracted from the other stuff that's going on. Cause I tell people that all the time, like you, I have super strong Republican friends and super, I mean, when I say strong, I mean, as far as in, in believing in that side of, of the platform, Republican and Democrat. And, and they're in each, I feel like it's the same thing with being mixed race, right? I'm always defending white things to black people and I'm defending black things to white people because I'm in the middle, right? Because I know that not every white person is racist and I know that not every black person is a criminal and and bad, you know what I mean? Like the stereotypes that exist. I'm I'm the same way with the politics. I read through the bullshit, like people like, hey, this, this, this and that. I'm like, "Ah, did you read it? That's not actually what it's, and I'm defending it to both. My, my left friends and my right, it is super exhausting being a fucking level-headed independent thinker. That's why when you said about your friends on social media being like-minded, one of the things that is, seems to be popular amongst my friends, I call them my virtual friends, right? 
is going to Facebook jail. It's kind of like yeah. it's it's cool if you just got out of jail. Like I don't care. I don't agree with the platforms censorship censorship because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I just got done defending comedians. Like right. I defend you too. And being fair minded, it they do typically censor more right thinking thoughts. Correct, but it's not cool. Yeah, you should. that you said something that got. I don't you, know, man. I think it's funny. People be posting like the Facebook jail badges. They, I mean, it, my best friend, she constantly she goes she gets she, banned. She's on the watch list. <laughs> she's on. She is on the she watch gets list. She at TSA. <laughs> yes. Listen, let, I got to I got to record this part. I got to record this part in a text message to her to let her know that I am talking about her. But yes, my friend. My best friend, Katie, gets Facebook jailed. She comes back out of jail, and she don't even post shit, and they send her back like a oh, week she later. she violated probation. Oh, she, oh yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> they, she, she, she's, on the, she's on the Facebook terrorist watch list. That's funny. Like, she, she can't do shit. Then she started creating, like, other accounts. And not like like fake, like hiding. She just like, hey, I got to post on this one until I get out of jail on the other one. They started all her shit. She all her accounts start going to jail. Really? Yeah. Facebook hates her ass. See, and that's the thing that nothing when it comes to politics, race, religion is going to get me riled up enough that I'm going to take a stance and lean hard one way or the other that I'm going to post on social media. So the fact that I see people that get a kick out of doing it, that's not like-minded like to me. They come back to go right back. Yeah. They like, be like, oh, I'm, I'm out of jail? Yeah, it's a, it's a game. Let me say some shit now. Shout out to them. But look, I have been watching the shit I post. I got one warning one time because I said to a friend agreeing with whatever like i was like yeah that shit's stupid or whatever it was in agreement with them but the way i commented it i used a curse word and they put me on it was like lightweight like i feel like i got i got community service because it was like you can't you can't promote anything for what platform? 30 facebook facebook so really? yeah so it's like you can't promote anything for 30 days or some shit like that really? they didn't they didn't like stop me from po it was like like i said it was community i got a slap on the wrist and they was probably like if we see some more shit see i got i got in trouble on tiktok for community violations i'm just but all i did was duet a video that was already on there and apparently that video was bad but oh I, yeah, that pissed you off. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I ain't saying too much controversial. I can't say too much controversial stuff on social media. But because one thing is, I know people take it the wrong way, and they, they they're taking it out of context, and you know, it's just I, I I can't I can't stand behind the comedic thing. I'm not on stage, so I got to be conscious. I I. I I agree. I do, I do think, like I said, I agree ninety, like ninety nine percent with you. I do think that they can go too far, but none of that ever warrants like nobody getting violent. I used to fight a lot and shit. So I was I was glad he slapped the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Like 
I was, but again, I think I was more glad for the same reason that that little ass joke pushed him over the edge. Like I was happy that he finally is not letting nah, people I, walk all over him. I would have respected Will Smith more if he would have went straight, straight to him. He On laughed. Stage. He la- like if he wouldn't been laughing, if he'd just been sitting there looking serious, and then got up and slapped the shit out of him, I'd have been like, okay. No, nah, I respect that because you know he was laughing. But yeah, then but then he, you look at your wife, that, you know, because she. Listen, I I think he's in a toxic relationship. Oh anyway. yeah, yeah, but that's but that's that's irrelevant though. Not irrelevant because because she was ninety percent of the reason why he's, <laughs> Chris Rock got slapped. The, the, where they mixed it with the Kevin Hart, and he's like, she's like, you just gonna sit there and let her tell you, like he ain't, he ain't say shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I just I don't know. I've made I've made other dads at the park leave because their kids was bad and and fucking up at the park when I had Nevaeh there. I'll fuck it if I I I'm not confrontational, but I won't run from it. I'll stand on some shit. And and I feel like again it was the straw that broke the camel back with the Will Smith shit. Like, you know how many women I'm seeing? It's like my man better to stand up for me like like dad. Yeah. I want somebody to love me the way yes. Will loves Jada. Yes, 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 yes. Not the way Jada loves Will, but the way Will loves Jada. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Slap the man. He uh, I I just yeah. I mean they he slapped the pure nonsense out of him. Oh, he meant that shit. But any of it, like, you know, they people be waiting on comedians after the show. Yeah. Ready to That's the thing. He could have seen them backstage. Nah, you embarrassed you embarrassed her in public, I slapped the shit out of you in public. Yeah, but the joke wasn't that funny. It didn't hit that Again, hard. Yeah, we can't we can't say who how you yeah, receive it. You're right, but it's the same joke you did in 2016. Listen, Basically. Listen, I the only thing I can equate it to. Is because you've looked at your woman as we've been, we all been in that situation. We thought some shit was funny or we laughed at some shit and she was like, nah, like that shit wasn't funny. And we had to react accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, she's made jokes. The only issue I have is that she's made jokes about it in the past. And she said that she don't care what anybody thinks and, and all of that stuff. So um, but I think that was more of Will Will finally losing his shit. Because you could hear it yeah. in his acceptance speech and yeah. stuff like that. So his apology was was decent. Oh yeah. I felt yeah. like it was sincere. I, I I mean, based off what we know about him and I mean that that was a different Will than we knew. But then you listen to his acceptance speech. The only thing I mean, we see different sides of people. Like he was asked to leave, and he refused to leave. You know what I mean? And I saw the day he resigned from the, uh, or I was reading an article. He had he resigned from the academy because they're talking about suspending them or whatever. So I guess that means he can't be nominated for Oscars anymore or whatever. I got his one. Yeah, it took fucking forever. Samuel, Samuel Jackson got his finally. Yeah. Now I. I don't like that they gave him like the the oh this is a service award 
because it was like the appreciation one. I want him to win one for a role. Yeah, he deserves one. But but anyway, we got off topic, so uh, we can we can wrap it up. Uh, Jason, good. Jason, don't budge on this one. Nah. Listen, I've we we've talked about this for years. Uh, that's my stance. <laughs> the comedians are off limits. Leave comedy alone. They go for in movies and shit too. No, no. So you can no, because they don't make they don't make comedies like they used to make. Like if you go back and watch some of the Adam Sandler movies from the nineties, right? Think about them making that now. They hit different now. Yeah. So I mean, con- we you know. couldn't have no scary. I didn't like the scary movies. Yeah. The, the, you know the the parodies of the the scream movies or yeah. whatever. Well, all of them jokes. They can't have none of them. No, now. it's it's different. none of that. Different. Shit. That's a whole other show. But <laughs> yeah. On stage with the light shining on you and they people can say whatever they want. Because you could get up and but walk they also out. Got to deal with the consequences. You could get up and walk out. They also got to deal with the consequences. You know, Charlemagne's been uh can I get a drop run up on several times. Yeah? Yeah. He's got to deal with what the consequences. You Carlos can... Mencia used to come on and be like, listen, you are going to love 98% of what I say tonight. But there's going to be 2% that's going to make you hate me. You're going to be mad as hell at yeah. me. You know what I mean? And I, I, I do agree. Ah. Uh, I mean, we can't have people running up on people on stage. No, that wasn't the way to handle it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm still not mad at him, though. No, I ain't mad at him. He he made it to his breaking point. So so we want to know. We want y'all to comment. You know, we're going to share snippets and stuff and then come listen to the show. You know, hopefully we got y'all's attention. How do y'all feel? Because that's, that's, we got to open it up. Let people talk about how they feel about not just the will thing. We know that's that's a dead horse at this point. But comedians in general, do they have a pass? Do comedians get a pass to say whatever they want? I think we just found the title of the episode. Do comedians get a pass? Do comedians get a pass? Let us know, man. My name is Carolina Sin. I'm going to let Jay take us out. Jason the Don, thank you for listening to episode two. Slap the fuck out of people.